Hey guys, it's Nia, and I'm back. And before we get into today's topic, which is about rest and recharging yourself, we're going to take a look into the questions I asked over the past two weeks. So the first one we have is, which genre of music are you choosing? So 9% said indie, 32% said pop, 5% said alternative, and 55% said R&B. Now... Okay. Okay, okay. R&B obviously is the winner here. We love that. I'm I'm giving it a a 7.5 out of 10 and only because R&B cannot be my go-to. I'm sorry. My go-to is always going to be indie like Bitch, yes. I'm going to listen to the music that sounds like it just came out of a coming-of-age indie film. I do not care. I do not care. I love music like that. Although, I do listen to pretty much everything I listed. Like, everything I listed, I listen to. I do not have a hardcore genre that I will listen to every single day of my life and will not listen to anything else. I'm not like that. That is like those people who only listen to rap music and then judge you when you're listening to like um, heavy metal and they're just like, what the fuck is that? No, the people that only listen to one genre of music and that's it and you're not going to explore any other type of music, you have no right to be speaking, no. But I would say that I prefer any music I wouldn't say that I prefer over R&B, though. I prefer listening to indie music on a daily, but it is not winning over R&B. R&B is simply superior, but I have to be in the mood for R&B. Indie is like, I'll listen to it exceptionally every day because, you know, it's very simple, easy. But R&B, oh my God, yes, I'm loving it. Then I asked, are you a hard worker? 56% of you guys said yes, and 44% of you guys said no. Obviously, the yes is outweighing the no, and I'm loving that for you guys, period. But my answer would definitely be no, because yes, I am somewhat a hard worker, but through every aspect of my life, I give it a hard no, because no. And I want to be a hard worker, so if you guys have any tips, you know, just, just let me know, because... Mm. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to flip that around then do you find peace in being alone 92% of you guys said yes and 8% of you guys said no and I'm a hard yes also because I hate being around like way too many people at once it's very stressful and honestly if somebody were to ask me do you want to go out or do you want to stay in and relax I would definitely say I'd relax um, eight times out of ten. It depends who's there, honestly. Like, if I barely know the people, then I'm not going. I'm just not going to show my face. But if it's, like, my best, closest friends, then yes, I'm going. Like, that's the only exception. But if it's, like, family members I barely know, a friend I just met, etc., I'm not going. And I think that's a little bit toxic, well, not even toxic, but something that I need to fix because that means I'm not good at putting myself out in the open. And so, 
if you have the same problem and you're part of the 92%, then we need to work on that together, babes. Um, next, May 5th, I said, do you eat breakfast? And 62% of you said yes, and 38% of you said no. I only asked this question because my cousin, she literally cannot eat breakfast in the morning. And, you know, I eat breakfast in the morning depending on my mood, depending if I have time to actually eat. My school provides us food in the morning, so I usually eat when I get to school. And most of my friends, they don't eat in the morning. So I was just trying to see what everybody else on my Instagram thought besides my close friends because literally my friends do not eat in the morning. And I was just like, that's kind of strange. And it's not even like, oh my God, that's strange because, you know, you were taught that breakfast is the most healthiest and it's the most important meal of the day. But like... If you don't have the appetite, then you just don't have the appetite. Most people eat later in the day. Um, me specifically, it doesn't really matter, but I usually do tend to eat a little snack at least in the morning. Um, then for May 4th, I said, do you like going to the beach or the pool more? Now, I did mess up on this poll, but I'm guessing that the yes is equal to them liking the beach more than the pool and i love the beach more than the pool the pool is very limiting um it's not you know the beach is just more superior like there's no reason like i should not have to give you a reason on why it's more superior or not because the beach is always going to eat up the only thing that i complain about with the beach is that you know if you're in that water and you feel something there's, it's either going to be seaweed or a fish or a crab or a jellyfish, and you just don't know. And I am just a little bit slightly uncomfortable with that fact. That freaks me out a lot, not knowing what's actually in the water. But I'd still pick the, peak, the beach any other day. Then I said, do you guys like... I'm sorry, my nose is really stuffed. Hold on. I said, do you guys like maximalistic or minimalistic backgrounds in photos? Now, I was asking this because I wanted to see what my audience really liked to see. Because obviously with maximalistic photos, it gives you a lot. It gives you a lot to um, absorb. With minimalism, it's very just clean and I love it. I love a good minimalistic photo that's giving so much but also so little at the same time. And with maximalism, it also can give you so much with a lot of meaning or it can just give you a lot and very chaotic. And sometimes not a lot of people know how to execute that as well. Um, but I love a good minimalistic background in photos because too much going on is just not as appealing sometimes um and for the last question i said do you guys see yourself as genuine 79 percent said yes and 22 percent said no and i forgot to add what you guys said for the minimalistic or maximalistic but 41 percent said maximum and 59 percent minimalism so you know minimalistic wins anyways back to the other one um, so a lot of you guys, majority of you guys said that you feel as though you're a genuine person. I feel like knowing whether or not you're genuine 
really tells me a lot about your character well not just me but just like in general if you feel as though like if you know if you're a genuine person or not that can take you so much more than what you would think honestly because you know what type of person that you are and if you know that you're not a genuine person that gives you the opportunity to really be able to fix or handle well, not even fix, but adjust the way that you are towards other people specifically. I mean, when I when I was asking that question, I meant like, do you think you're a genuine person to other people? Like, do you think you're authentically yourself when you're around other people? Or are you more closed off? So think about that. And let's get on to the video. Okay, so today we're talking about taking a rest and recharging yourself when to know when to do so and you know just the intentions behind it um so society is very fast paced and i feel like we all know this subconsciously but we don't really do much to really make a change because there's not much that you could really do about it um life right now is you know Go fast, go fast, go fast, go fast, go fast, go fast, go fast. Keep doing what you're doing, but do it at a fast pace. You can't be slow about it. You can't take your time. You can't absorb whatever it is that you're doing. You have to get it done and do it right at a very fast pace. And honestly, that is really draining and very just put into one specific box because not everybody can do it. And the people that can do it, they end up succeeding way faster than everybody else but I also feel as though the people that are able to adjust and do things super duper fast they don't know how to produce quality work and they don't know how to give quality over quantity because of society's um norm of going fast not taking a break and overworking yourself. So, yes, you do need to be able to do certain things at a certain rate, at a certain time. And that is severely stressful. But if you're able to control some of the things, I feel as though that'll make life ten times easier. For example, something that is mandatory is work. Because if you are working because you need to pay bills and you need to survive and you need to eat and you need to do all that and you're not just working because you need money for clothes etc for example like teens you know i'm gonna have a job this summer because there's some things that i want that is on my like it's one of my priorities right now but i don't have to pay any bills so it's not necessarily mandatory but it's just something that I want to do so I can get the things that I want but on the other hand adults that are working who live by themselves have to take care of themselves obviously by having a job so this is mandatory for them you can't change anything and you can't not do it um and it's a little bit harder to take a day to rest and I can't really talk that much about resting and recharging when it comes to work especially since it's mandatory, I'm going to be talking more about the things that you can take a break from. 
um, since it's not 100% something that needs to be done daily and every day, um, a good example for me taking a break would be with track. And honestly, I was dragging myself through the mud because I, this is my second week now that I haven't gone to track practice. And it was because of a injury that still hasn't healed yet. And during the first week, I just felt as though, like, I'm still going to go to practice because I feel like I'm going to be behind everyone. I'm going to be behind myself because when it comes to track, it's all about times. And I felt as though if I took this time to rest and let my injury heal that I'd be behind there'd be no point in me going back etc and it was honestly really disappointing and my coach wasn't helping me as as much as I wanted him to and it just it felt stressful and I kind of felt like everyone was judging me and like somewhat preying on my downfall and that just wasn't the case like recovery time is very much necessary or else you're going to either get hurt or you're going to experience burnout and so I just had to suck that up and realize that I needed to take a break and rest and recover and recharge so that I could come back good as new and go hard again now when it comes to for example another example would be reading Reading is one of my hobbies. I love to read. Once I get in the zone with reading, it feels so good and freeing and almost um and almost refreshing in a way. And you know there is people, there are people that can read every single day, but when you make the difference is it's a hobby. And sometimes I try and tend to make um, certain hobbies, a every single day thing, and then I experience burnout and I don't enjoy it as much anymore because I'm doing it constantly and constantly every single day, when in reality I need to take a break from it, maybe for a few days, maybe for a few hours in order for me to actually absorb and love it as much as I did before. And I've realized that, and my relationship with reading has become ten times better. I haven't read in maybe three days, but when I do end up reading, it's an experience that I love and enjoy. But I do realize that I don't have to read tomorrow if I don't want to. I don't have to force myself to keep up with hobbies. They're hobbies for a reason. I can go back to them whenever I feel like it. It's not mandatory. It's not something that I have to do every single day. When you really think about it, it's almost like I've realized and I feel like I do this because of the subconscious programming that society does to you. But when you have a hobby that you're really good at, um, it's very common for you trying to monetize it, for you to get money out of it, for you to get some type of acknowledgement out of it and validation from others. What I feel as though when it comes to a hobby, I feel like you should just 
um, indulge in it and absorb it and really enjoy it and not try to get anything out of it except for pure happiness from doing it and not seeking something from everybody else. Now, there is a difference, though, sometimes, because when it comes to a job, I'm not talking about a hobby that can be a job. I'm talking about, you know, like, huh. I mean, you can get money out of painting, but I feel like there's a difference. There's a difference between knowing you're going to paint and get money out of it and just enjoying painting, because when you're a creative being like yes you're going to want to make money out of whatever it is that you're creating but at some point and I speak like I speak from experience at some point you're not going to enjoy doing that creative task anymore like you used to because you're seeking something out of what you enjoy doing besides just getting happiness from whatever it is you're doing um i think i think i encountered this sometime in my life yeah so i was making these paintings yeah that's why i mentioned it okay i was making these paintings and i really enjoyed painting so much it was really calming to my mind body and soul and it just made me feel really good, like, as a whole. And I would take time out of my day to paint. And I wouldn't do it every day because, like I said, hobbies don't have to be an everyday thing. It's not a job. And then I realized, you know, I'm getting better, I'm getting better, I'm getting better, and I'm getting better. And so I was like, okay, why not, you know, try and sell my paintings? I'm so sorry, guys. I was like, why not try and sell my paintings? And so I created a whole Etsy account, everything. And, you know, everything was going good. And then I realized that over time, I was more focused on on the sales and creating content for the painting and all of that more than just enjoying painting. And so when I realized that, I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. So I deleted my account and just went back to painting for fun. And everything felt so much better. Like, it was like a breath of fresh air. But I'm telling you guys, when you feel a sense of burnout, don't ignore it. And don't try to... Don't try to keep on pushing yourself further because regardless, you're going to get to the finish line, whether whether you believe it or not, you're just not going to get to it at a super duper fast pace. Everybody has a different pacing on their journey. You're going to get across the finish line. Like I said, you just have to be patient within yourself and you need to stop having this idea that you can't take a break. You're allowed to take a break. You're allowed to recharge. Nine times out of ten, more like ten times out of ten, you're going to be 100% better 
than if you were to keep going knowing damn well you're feeling exhausted and burnt out and just horrible about yourself. So I want you guys to think about that. And with that being said, I'll see you guys next week. Much kisses and hugs and love. Bye.